All right. Hey, Inga. Hey, Kells. Welcome to It's Time to Lean. If there's time to lean, there's time to clean. Fuck that. It's time to lean. It's time to lean. <laughs> Let's lean in. Yeah. So welcome, everyone. If this is the first time you're listening to us, um, we are here to talk about everything workplace on It's Time to Lean. Yeah, we are here to advocate for you, to tell stories, and just do all over workplace navigation. Yeah, we have been around the block and back. Lots of workplaces, worked with lots of employees, and really figured out that we were passionate about making sure people know what to do in different workplace environments. Yeah. And that you have a resource. If you have a question, if you have a similar story that, you know, you know, the perspective of your employer, you know, the perspective of what you could be doing, what your benefits and rights are, and what are some like best practices and what do other people do in some of the situations that you face at work? Yeah, for sure. And a little bit about us. I'm Kels and I have been working um, for many, many years in different management roles from retail to operations and then eventually into HR. And I've left the corporate world and now am a leadership coach. So I work with managers all over the world on their leadership style and I hear a lot of stories. So really excited to share some of the knowledge of, you know, what I've seen, what I've been through and just my perspective. Yeah. And I'm Inga and I've been in leadership roles almost my entire career and have had so many experiences being an employee, advocating for employees, but also being on the employer side and can really help to pull back the curtain on how managers are looking at things and, you know, what, what people might be thinking about behind the scenes. And I think we're going to have a little fun at the same time. Oh, we have to. I mean, why else are we doing this other than to have fun? <laughs> fun fact, we actually met at work. Yeah. Work besties. Yeah. 12 years ago, like right now. Yeah. Li actually, literally right now. Yeah. 12 years. I mean, I wasn't sure about you at first. Fair enough. But here we are. Fair enough. I don't think I was sure about myself at first. <laughs> 12 years ago is a long time ago. I feel like some of the best friendships start that way. Kind of like checking each other out. Like, who are you? Yeah. I've arrived. Yeah. We just started fresh, fresh as new managers at the same company and, um, you know, Definitely went on a couple different paths since then, but uh, it definitely laid the foundation of now you're one of my best friends. Yeah. And we lean on each other constantly. Yeah. And end up talking about work a lot. So we figured why not broaden the conversation and invite everybody else in to talk about work. Yeah. And invite you guys into some of the conversations we're having. And, you know, we love to dive deep into, oh, dive deep. I hate that saying deep dive. Um, <laughs> go deep into some of the conversations that we're having um, on like the regular just some crazy stories we see or hear. Um, and quite honestly, just lots of people reaching out to us also on the regular for advice. So um, why not share that same advice here for more people to take advantage? Yeah. And I mean, we're not lawyers. We can only tell you our opinions. 
Yeah, this is not advice. This is opinion. This is entertainment. This is for your education only. From a couple of broads who have actually done the work and and know a little something. Yeah, I mean, something. (laughs) Yeah. So are you ready to dive into today's topic? Let's get into it. I think we have a few uh, really good stories. Yeah. And before we get to that, have you ever had to deal with difficult customers? My God. I mean, if you are in any kind of service, any really, I mean, you're dealing, the whole purpose of being in business is to have customers. So if you're working somewhere, you're probably either directly or indirectly impacted by what customers are going through and the customer um, experience and the customer is always right, quote unquote, can get taken a little bit too far. And we've, I've definitely had my fair share of horrible customers, crazy customers, you know, the whole gamut. Yeah. I mean, the customer is not always right. No, fuck the customer sometimes. Yeah. I mean, you know, besides like scammers and, you know, people just taking out their shit on you, sometimes they're just wrong. Yeah. Have you ever had to fire a customer? I fired some customers. Yeah. I mean, I've definitely had to ask people not to come back, especially if, you know, the well-being of my staff was involved. Yeah. You're going to mess with my people you're messing with me. Yeah. And it's, it's really interesting because I've been out of a customer facing role, um, for, for all of COVID. I haven't actually been with customers in the same way, but I would be supporting these places and seeing what's happening on the news. It's been rough for customers. Oh my God. The worst kind of people came out of the woodwork, especially in the early days of COVID. I mean, the early days of the pandemic, I mean, we were asking people to stay at home, to not come out if they have symptoms, if they're feeling sick and they show up to locations like blowing their nose, being looking deathly ill and just like do not give a single fuck about anyone else. They just want what they want. And, um, you know, I think as the pandemic kept going, you know, people got a little bit more aware and there was some like social stigma around some of that stuff, but like not everybody gives a fuck. Yeah. And I think that those are some of the hardest days. Oh, absolutely. And I think that like some of the stuff that I would see is people getting so upset at this person working in like a retail shop or a restaurant, they're getting paid like 10 to 15 bucks an hour. They don't have any decision-making power and they're just like they're just doing my job. rights, my right. Like then bring it up with your local like politicians. This is not something that I get to decide. Yeah. We're not going to work this out in the wash here. Like in, in a retail store or at a gas station. No, no. And it's so funny because like right now, just this week, I was, I was seeing something on some board and right now where we are, they've banned all plastic bags. So now if you want, yeah, I mean, it it takes some time to get, remember to bring your, you know, reusable bags if you're not used to it, but you can buy a bag for 15 cents and that's plus, or that's a paper. So there's, there's remember to bring your own. 
Yeah, absolutely. There's that. But they're not asking you to like walk out with like all your groceries in your hand if you don't have a bag. There's an alternative, but it's going to cost you 15 cents or whatever it is. Yeah, let's be reasonable. Yeah. And the biggest thing that I've seen is people. So this is this is a funny one. So fast food restaurants now have to charge for extra bags. Yeah. So if you're ordering like a burger and fries, if you don't want to pay the 15 cents for a bag, they're going to hand you your burger and your fries, which I understand is a little bit like awkward. And so maybe you have to think out some new like habits. I don't know. I don't know what the solution is, but don't take it out on the people working in a drive through at McDonald's. No. Like I'm hearing things and I'm going to like people just talking. It was on some message board. People are talking like, well, I'm just going to mess with them a bit. I'm just going to like make them give it to me or I'm going to walk away and then they're going to lose the food. I'm like, don't put a 15 year old in that. Like, yeah, come on. Like, like actually fuck off. Yeah. Like just deal with it. And if you really want to make sustainable change, having a hissy fit and a drive through at McDonald's is not going to do it. Yeah. And honestly, I need that McDonald's drive through Okay. Like, <laughs> I mean, once in a while, I mean, m- more than I should. <laughs> Let's just say that much. I wonder what'll happen to Uber Eats. If they, if you're going to have to like say that you want a bag, what do they do if you don't? Oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, be nice to people. Yeah. It's not hard. Yeah. If you're going to go out in public, behave yourself. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do whatever the hell you want when you're at home. Treat people like shit. That's your own business. But when you're in public, behave yourself and don't treat um, people serving you and like helping the world go round. Don't give them shit. It's not okay. Yeah, absolutely. So sometimes, you know, when we hear about na- like bad customers and customers having hiss- hissy fits, we call them Karens. So I know that that's something that comes up in the Reddit posts that I'm reading, the stories I'm reading, and it's common like, you know, words these days, you know, talking about the Karens. Yeah. I love scrolling my TikTok feed for that whole purpose. <laughs> I mean, sometimes you just have to shake your head and have a moment. Yeah. And I wanted to acknowledge where you know, using the term Karen came from. Yeah. Let's get into that. I think it's important to, to just mention. And also like to really kind of clarify what we're going to talk about when it, and the word Karen might come up. So I looked it up on Wikipedia and I'm just going to tell you exactly what it says in their words. So educate us. Well, I'm educating myself at the same time. So we'll do what I can (laughs) (laughs) lay it on me. The expression originates from black people to refer to unreasonable white women. The term was popularized, that's a tough word, popularized (laughs) on black Twitter as a meme used to describe white women who tattle on black kids' lemonade stands. Ooh, don't like those ones. Ooh, stay away. Or who unleashed the violent history of white womanhood. Now, if you're listening to this and this, you know, triggers you or makes you think, then do some education. Go into Google, the wonderful Google, and start looking because I think that it's really important when we hear things like that, we are two white women. But I can also take, you know, responsibility that I understand that 
there's a lot of shit that happens out there and it's my responsibility to learn and to do better. Yeah. So bitch magazine. Love that. It's a great magazine that talks about feminism and intersectional feminism. Love it. So bitch magazine described Karen as a term that originated with black women, but was co-opted by white men. Mm. And so the term Karen will come up because when we read people's stories, we read them. But we're also trying to acknowledge that we're not necessarily talking about the type of Karen that was originally used and kind of that term was brought up. And so I just want to acknowledge that this was something that was, you know, brought outside of, you know, what we know and that we're doing the education to make sure we understand it better. So are you ready to get into some customer nightmares? Let's get into it. Well, it's story time because I have a story for you. Little me. All right. So this one is coming from Reddit. So there are so many gems on Reddit that we like to kind of look to, to find some, but in the future, we'll want to hear your stories. So please reach out to us with them. Yeah. Reach out to us because, um, we want to keep it, we want to keep it super real. All right. Here is story number one from Reddit. Let's hear it. I work in a big box store and this happened over the weekend. I was on the self-checkout when a lady approached me. She had a craft kit in her hand. She asked me to, if her daughter would like this and held out the craft kit so I could take a look at it. I tell her, if your daughter enjoys crafts, then it's perfect. If she doesn't enjoy crafts, I would probably get something else. The lady made a weird face at me and demanded I get my manager. I wasn't sure why she wanted a manager, but I put in a call on my handheld. The manager came over the manager that came over is leaving the company and only has a few days left till he is gone. So he has been telling customers exactly how he feels. When he came over, the lady told him that I had needed to be fired and she didn't like the answer to the question and that I'm rude and unprofessional. He asked the lady, what was her question and what did I say? So the lady told him she isn't sure if her daughter is going to light the craft kit and wanted an opinion. She tells him in a snotty voice, your cashier told me that if my daughter doesn't like crafts, then to find something else. I don't like that answer. And it was rude of your cashier to say that to me. What are you going to do about it? My manager looks at the lady and calmly tells her, maybe you should spend time with your daughter and see what she likes instead of expecting a stranger to know exactly what she likes. (laughs) (laughs) I know, right? Like spit your water out. (laughs) (laughs) lady was taken back by this response and wanted him to get his manager and then have him fired my manager informed the lady that he's leaving the company in two days and doesn't care what happens because what are they going to do fire him he already quit at this point the lady looks so mad and is huffing and puffing she takes the craft kit and throws it on the ground and says this very loudly i will never shop at this store again as she's walking away me and my manager burst out laughing I'm sure this lady will come back. They always do. (laughs) Of course they do. Come on. (laughs) I know the amount of times I'm just never going to shop here again. Yeah. As if like, is that a threat? Like you're, are you going to devastate this multi-million dollar store to not come shop here with your $5 bill? Like, come on. Well, and I think that like the thing is, is that, whether or not you shop there is your business, but also like, that's not unreasonable. You didn't like the answer that you got. So fire her. Like you're going to put someone's entire livelihood at stake because you didn't like the answer they gave. This like whole thing is so ridiculous to me. 
It's actually a little infuriating. Like the, how dare you like threaten my livelihood because you didn't like an answer to a direct question. Yeah. Like the audacity, the privilege. Yeah. Like, come on. And I mean, this isn't a big box store. I mean, it's not that you don't get good customer services in big box stores, but people are just dealing with volume all day long. And, you know, it's not like a concierge service where somebody's going to help you find the perfect gift for somebody they don't even know. I would say that she got she got great customer service. Somebody was available to her. She was able to ask her question. She got an answer. Like she got everything that, that customer service should be giving. Yeah. Like there's nothing there that it's not that she had to flag someone down and nobody was available. This person was available. They were ready and eager to answer the question. You don't like the answer. And now all of a sudden somebody needs to lose their job. Lady, (laughs) get real. I will say manager was pretty boss and a little salty. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I think we all wish we could be a little salty at times. Oh man. The amount of times I've had to like hold, bite my lip when really what you want to say is why don't you leave and never come back? Yeah. Yeah. But you, I mean, if you want to keep your job, you can't really do that. But, um, if you're already leaving, good for you. Yeah. Say it like it is. Yep. Yep. Living the dream that all managers want one day. Oh, can't wait for that day. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I think that, you know, like when it comes down to it, like it's so hard to tell somebody's tone. It's so hard to tell, you know, somebody's like intention. Like there's so many things. And if somebody just answers you like a simple question and you don't like the answer, you can't necessarily think that it was rude or unprofessional. It was just, it was a little bit blunt, I guess. But uh, like, I don't know what she was expecting. Like, what was she actually expecting? Like, do you think my daughter would like this? Who is your daughter? What does your daughter like? You know what she likes. Yeah. Does she like doing crafts? Does she not like doing crafts? That's basically what she said. Yeah. If she likes crafts, then yes, she'll like it. If she doesn't like crafts, then no, she won't. Like, <laughs> what is the, there is no more simpler way, more simpler. <laughs> there is no simpler answer than without knowing this person from a bar of soap. Like, yeah. <laughs> what, like where, what else do you want from me? Like, what do you want from me? I'm not a psychic. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah. And <laughs> I would say that's probably like so polite. <laughs> I don't know this person from a bar of soap. <laughs> this is one of my sayings again. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Yeah, no, I, I, I think that, you know, sometimes what people, customers just want is just to have their ass kissed a bit. Oh, yes, this is an amazing gift. It's so fun. And it's like, meh. And then the daughter hates it. And then... What, she going to get in her car and drive back there and find that employee and be like, you give me bad advice? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so definitely a customer who, you know, the whole, can I speak to the manager? And then kind of going into weird Also, by the shit. way, sorry to interrupt you, but yeah. by the way, managers are fucking busy. Okay. Like you're going to have someone call a manager for that. Like they are busy making sure that you, the customer has everything that you need, that 
your shelves are stocked, that your the employees are paid, that they're scheduled, that there's somebody that can answer their stupid questions. Like they're busy motherfuckers. Like they don't have time for your bullshit like shenanigans. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying. Yep. Yep. Hats off to busy managers. Yeah. You think a manager has time to be like play referee? No. I mean, is that what managers do all the time? Yes. But come on, don't be so selfish. Yeah. And I think that if somebody said that to me, I might think it was a little bit salty, but I'd probably just throw it back and be like, well, that's helpful, but thank you. (laughs) And move on my way and decide. (laughs) I just, I don't know. I'm just like, what do you want, lady? Yeah. Totally. I mean, I guess what she wanted, you're right. She probably wanted to be like, oh my gosh, you are such an amazing gift picker. What? Yes, this is amazing. Of course she's going to love it. You're going to get new best mom status. Yeah. <laughs> like, is that what she wanted? I don't know. Probably. Well, here's another doozy. Hilarious. Here's another doozy. You ready? Yeah. Give okay. It to me. So this is all in the person's words. So, um, so she starts with, I can't stop laughing about this. It might be the first time a customer has actually told me to fuck off. <laughs> oh, there's so, a first time for everyone in customer service. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So OP d- took a break a little early to calm down and get this written ACP because they're still a little understandably upset and now is editing and posting at the end of my show. So blah, blah, blah. So to set the scene, I am a key holder slash manager at a retail craft store, and we have a lot of sales slash coupons that constantly change. Essentially, nothing is the same price from week to week. Things are constantly changing. So the guest in question walked right up to me and asked to return a couple of candles from our fall collection she had gotten for Christmas. They had already been discounted and we require a receipt for most returns exchanges, especially if it's not an item in our system anymore. Official policy says not past 90 days, but you know corporate makes us break their own policies to keep the customer happy. Mm-hmm. So a little bit of wiggle there. Yeah. You know, yeah, they'll figure something out. She got very offended asking if I ever give receipts out for Christmas gifts because it was tacky to do so. And I asked, have you ever heard of a gift receipt? And the lady said, I don't think my 74 year old aunt is going to give out gift receipts. I let her know that I could try to give her a store credit for the lowest price that they had been sold within 90 days. And she looked at me like I'm crazy and then went again and demanded to get an exchange. (laughs) She just kept repeating that the candles weren't discontinued and that they would be the same price point as our other candles. Completely untrue, but okay. So I'm guessing like, you know, like this is now that this is happening after Christmas. So fall seasonal items now they're gone. They've probably been discounted to like 60% at Yeah, some they probably point, don't even like, carry that in the store anymore. No. And so she's trying to like be nice and reasonable and saying, well, I can give it to you for the sale price because you don't have the yeah. receipt. And this lady's just thinking, candle's candle. I just want a different scent because I don't like pumpkin spice or whatever shit. Yeah. But come on. You got to be reasonable. This Like if you're going back and it's something that they no longer carry, that means like a substantial amount of time has gone by. Yeah. And... Now you want this store to take back your pumpkin spice latte and it's fucking spring. (laughs) Nobody wants the pumpkin spice latte. So it gets worse. I let her know again what that the store policy was 
And she said, I assume you're a manager. I let her know that I was one of them, but I could grab another manager if she wanted. No, but I want you to exchange them for the same price. And she just got more and more belligerent with every sentence. And she was pretty angry even the first time that I said we couldn't do it. I honestly started getting kind of shaky and angry, but I tried to keep calm and offered her our corporate phone number. I don't want that, she said. I want you to exchange these for me right now. What if I just stand here all day and tell customers as they walk in that you won't exchange these? I gave her a weird, weirded out look and just said, uh, okay, if that's how you want to look. <laughs> no, that's how you'll look. I just kind of stared at her at a li- literal loss for words. Are you just going to stare at me now? She asked. And then she said, ma'am, I don't know what else you want me to say. Are you sure you don't want our corporate phone number? She got even angrier and slammed the candle as she took it back in her box and stormed off saying, fuck you, as she walked away. So I, I chirped back. All right. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. She was already halfway out the door and she doubled back to say, I hope you have a terrible day and finally left. <laughs> okay. Here. You get that terrible day, you. (laughs) So, I mean, you know, she just continued to say that, like, she's been seeing a lot more cranky customers these past couple weeks, especially with the returns. And, you know, she would have, you know, if this lady wouldn't have moved on, she would have ended up having to call security or the police, which, you know, absolutely. Yeah, I, you know, the first few times you know you're a little scared or like you're unsure you're not sure what to do but I got to a point in my career where I'm calling the police like I've done that a few times um because if if you're going to create a threatening environment you're out of here that's happening like we're not going to deal with that And I think that the moment somebody says, fuck you, that's no longer acceptable. No. In the same way, like, you know, there's one thing like an employee standing up for themselves. But at the same time, if they told a customer, fuck off. Yeah. There there would have to be a pretty good reason. Yeah. Uh, These days I'm like channeling my Elise Myers and like, I do not receive that. Yeah. <laughs> well, Walk away. And she it seemed like she did like a pretty good thing like that. She's like, Yeah, I don't know uh, what to say to you. Like, yeah. do you want corporate's phone number? Like, this yeah. is the way it is. Yeah, no. You there's there is literally never a reason why you need to be swearing at employees. No. Like there's no reason for no. that. No. It's just unacceptable behavior. Absolutely. As a customer as a shopper, as a human being. Yeah. So I common think, human decency. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. So I think like what's important is like, what would you recommend for somebody? Let's say they're in this situation or in the last where somebody's being unreasonable or even worse, getting like swearing at them or becoming threatening. What do you do? Well, I think there there's a line between like an angry customer who is argumentative and defensive and when that line gets crossed between it like turning into a threatening or potentially abusive environment. So I'll cover the first part first. Um, and this is where, you know, I think businesses 
expect employees to be able to handle situations like that, then that's part of the job. And it's, you know, it's, it's part of customer service. And, um, my advice is to always do more than, than is expected of you. Like if you can, and if we've reached that point, it's not personal. And if they haven't turned abusive or potentially violent or derogatory, you know, and it's just, they're just super upset that they can get what they want. Um, there, if you have done everything that you can do, if you have done your absolute best to try and meet their needs, you just, you just repeat the same message. And if at a point where you feel like you can't handle it, that is what a manager is for. That is a manager's job. And if you're a good manager, AKA a leader, a people leader, a servant leader, then, then you're going to step in and you're going to, and you're going to handle it and you're going to take care of it. So you should never be afraid to reach out to your supervisor or to say, Hey ma'am, Hey sir, you know, I've, I've done everything that I can to try and resolve this for you. I think this is going to be something that I need to pass on, um, to someone who has, um, a little bit more knowledge about how, you know, how, like how to serve you or whatever, something along those lines. I think when this second it turns to an abusive environment, hard line, like I'm out customer, like customers that like we escort the customer out, unwilling to engage, unwilling to um, have any further discussion and they need to leave. You need to get the fuck out. Like if you're threatening my staff, if you are threatening employees, if you are being abusive, if you are hurling profanities and like disrupting the environment for everybody else, you're out. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Like that is a hard line. So the second, I always want to make sure that employees feel extremely empowered to make that call and determine for themselves if they feel personally threatened or they feel personally attacked, you're out. Like you have permission to hand that off, mm-hmm. get out of there, call the police. If there isn't a manager on duty, you call security, you call the police. You don't have to deal with that. Mm-hmm. There is no job on this earth that pays enough to be in an abusive environment. I'm sorry. Yeah. And I mean, both of these are still fairly light, but yeah, but still like, you know, it's, it's, it's anxiety, right? Right. Like it's still tough. Yeah. It's still a tough situation, but we're like in future episodes, we're going to get into the real, like the really, really bad stories. And so even though these mm-hmm. are just lights, it's still the same thing. You can say, I, I, I do not accept this. Yeah. I do not accept this. I do not receive this. No, thank you. Yeah. Not today. Yeah. And I, I think that if you're in a healthy environment, you, you should feel safe to do that. You should feel empowered to determine when something is unacceptable. Yeah. And I'm not saying when a customer says, I want to talk to your manager that you need to like, you know, get your panties in the twist. No, that's completely acceptable. A customer should be able to talk to a manager. They should be available. You know, that 
that's their job. Yeah. Um, like whether it's a good reason or a bad reason or, you know, to my earlier point, if you're like just wasting someone's time because it's very clear you're trying to return this item that we've never sold ever. Yep. Then you're trying to scam us. Yeah. You know, so I think there's like different situations, but I always think the best way to handle it is if you're in a good environment, you should feel empowered to make that call. And of course, do your job, be responsible, uh, be a brand ambassador. You have to be those things. If you're working there, you're exchanging your time for money. You are working a, a job description. You are working under a certain, uh, there's like a certain level of expectation that you should meet. Absolutely. You should, you should meet that, but you should never feel like you can't, um, make it, make a call on whether someone's being completely unreasonable or not. Absolutely. I think that I want to also call out what did happen in both of these stories. There was a level of calm, whether or not they got shaky afterwards or they felt like, you know, because you do, you feel like, ugh afterwards, yeah. they both kept calm, got the manager or said, you can call corporate. Like this is the way it is. And that is like the number one thing for dealing at with upset like upset customers. Keep calm. Don't let it escalate as well. And then walk away if you need to. Yeah. So that's all we have time for today. That was good. I know. Those are a couple of good stories. And, you know, we'll continue the conversation um, in future episodes, but also I, I have a couple more that I wanted to share. So if you want to access the extended versions of this episode, you can check out our Patreon because we'll be posting the next part on there. Yeah. And if you feel like you are not supported in these conversations at work, if you feel like you don't know how to handle them, you haven't received the training, you don't have a supportive environment, we are here to give you so much more resources on that and can dive deeper into, okay, well, you know, how, how do you actually like, what would be a good talk track for that? What would be a good cheat sheet for a situation like that? We cover all of that in our membership. So, um, make sure to, to join us there. Yeah. And in the meantime, I hope you have a wonderful week at work. Be a leaner, not a wiener. (laughs) 